0: Welcome back to the Regional Roundup. I'm your host, Jake Foley, and I am here to give you a weekly recap of the regional MMA scene. We will be covering no amateur fights, and I will be considering the regional scene any promotion that isn't the UFC, ACA, Combate Global, Bellator, One Championship, Risen, and PFL. We had another wild week of mixed martial arts, so sit back Grab your lighters and pour up a cold drink because it is time for your regional roundup. We will get this episode started with the headlining news from last week. Brave Championship Fighting 51 went down in Belarus and this event absolutely delivered. Unfortunately, not everything went according to plan. The highly anticipated return of Muhammad Mokayev was put on hold after Mokayev's fight ended in a no contest. Mokayev was looking amazing for the first two and a half minutes until he accidentally landed a painful kick to the groin that forced his opponent to drop down and not get back up. With that being said, this is only a slight delay on Mokaev's inevitable journey to being a world MMA champion. Let me be the first to remind you that Mokaev is 20 years old, went 23-0 as an amateur, won the International MMA Federation's Amateur Championship three times and recently turned down an invite on the Dana White's contender series because he said he will make it to the UFC without it. Mokaev now has a 4-0 pro record and is widely regarded as the number one prospect in the world. Look for him to turn this no contest around quickly into another fight with a possibility of rescheduling the same matchup. Despite Brave 51 being such an entertaining event, Mokaev's no contest was not the only mishap of this fight card. The main event was canceled in similar fashion to Cage Fury 96 as it was called off only minutes before they were supposed to walk out. Marcel Grabinski had supposedly been dealing with a very serious stomach bug that he chose to fight through. The pre-fight medical check had determined Grabinski was unfit to fight and he was forced to withdraw. It was an unfortunate way to end the fight, but I hope Grabinski heals up quickly because that is the main priority in MMA. His opponent, Lucas Martins, has demanded this fight to be rescheduled immediately, but no official decision has been made. LFA 109 stole the show this weekend once again with a variety of entertaining fights, the most important being the results of the co-main and the main event. In the co-main event, Justin Wetzel put on a performance possibly worth a shot in the UFC. Wetzel took on an extremely tough opponent, an Oscar Oscar, who had a 11-1 record and was previously scheduled for a fight in the UFC before it fell through and never got rescheduled. In a way, you could definitely say a solid performance by by Oscar would have found him with an official shot in the UFC. Unfortunately for Oscar, his opponent Justin Wetzel had other plans. Wetzel came into this fight and absolutely dominated with a combination of intense pressure and sneaky power. Wetzel finished the fight in the second round with some brutal ground and pound to cap off a beautiful performance. Wetzel is now 7-1 and one with a strong argument for a shot in the UFC after stealing the opportunity from Oscar. Shortly after, in the main event, Terrence McKinney got on another spectacular finish to end the night. The 26-year-old has been on an absolute tear in 2021 with three straight first-round finishes that accumulated for a total fight time of 1 minute and 45 seconds. His third win of 2021 came at LFA 109 with some brutal ground and pound that turned off the lights of his opponent. To make the win even better, McKinney has become the third straight LFA headliner to take on a short notice UFC fight after winning in the main event. McKinney will turn this win around in only seven days as he makes his UFC debut against Matt Frivola. Spoiler alert, McKinney is on this week's Prospects to Watch. The last headlining news of the week comes from Zoruba Fight Night in Ukraine. The event featured young, talented prospects, an awesome venue, and plenty of entertaining finishes. Unfortunately, the main event ended with the latest edition of why the hell do I cover this sport, as Vasily Popkov had a solid start to the heavyweight main event before disaster struck. Popkov was taken down by his opponent and completely blew out his knee. I wish I was a doctor so I could... Be more specific and explain this better over a podcast, but imagine a dislocated knee mixed with a broken leg and twisted like a pretzel that you get at the local mall. That is the best way I can describe the nightmare fuel of an injury that it was. God bless Popkov and I hope he heals up quickly and correctly. That is all for the headlining news of the week. Do not go anywhere because it is that time of the week again. We must give recognition to the best performances of the week with the only way I know how. Our award show. So let's get right into it. We will start off with the fastest KO of the week coming from AGC Challenge in the country of Georgia. Gennady Giorgioliani had a quick night at the office as he rushed at his opponent and finished him in only 8 seconds. Yes, it was a mismatch, but that does not take away from being the fastest KO of the week. Congrats to Gennady on taking 0 damage in his KO win. Next up is the fastest submission of the week. The winner is Thiago Lese at Arena Global 12 in Brazil. Thiago fought his way to his opponent's back quickly and sunk in the rear naked choke to end the fight in only 30 seconds. Not only was it an impressive finish, but it also got Thiago his first pro win as he advances to 1 and 1. Next award is Fight of the Week which comes from LFA 109 in Oklahoma. Kevin Fernandez started off his pro-MMA career against a tough opponent, Manuel Medina. Both fighters gave it everything they had, and this fight turned into an all-out war. When the dust settled, Fernandez was awarded the win by unanimous decision. Fernandez showed the patience you simply don't see in fighters making their debut, and Medina has to be the best 1-in-2 fighter on the planet. They each respectively have massive amounts of potential at 21 years old, and I cannot wait to see them both fight again. It is now time for the best KO and submission of the week that both come from the same event. Brave Championship Fighting 51 was an event filled with exciting finishes that produced both of these awards. First off, the submission of the week goes to Abdul Badakshi, who pulled off a beautiful triangle choke on an extremely tough 7-0 opponent. Abdul was switching between the armbar and choke before both worked at the same time. Abdul managed to put his opponent asleep with the choke and simultaneously almost snap his arm in half before the ref pulled him off. It was an unbelievable submission and deserves its proper recognition as Submission of the Week. Then, later on at Brave 51, the co-main event that turned into the main event was the perfect way to end the night. Dennis Maher landed one of the cleanest uppercuts I have ever seen to instantly knock his opponent out cold. It sucked we did not get to see the main event because it got canceled uh, late notice, but this electrifying, uppercut KO made it all worth it. Congrats to Dennis, and I cannot wait to see the 26-year-old's next fight after advancing to 8-0. All in all, Brave did not win event of the week, but I surely got my money's worth and will continue to buy their entertaining pay-per-views. Last award for this week goes to the best event. It is always hard to pick this award, but I go with the event I enjoyed the most. Event of the week goes to LFA 109. Between the fight of the week going to Medina versus Fernandez, Wetzel pulling off the upset, and McKinney making another statement, I simply could not get enough of this event. LFA never fails to deliver, and they proved that once again last week. That is all for the weekly awards. The only thing left to do now is give you my prospects of the week. The three fighters deserving of this recognition are Terrence McKinney from LFA 109, Nick Ulett from BFL 67, and Abdullo Kod- Kodzaev from Zoruba Fight Night 3. All three fighters put on impressive performances and have the p- potential to not only be in the UFC one day, but potentially be a champion. Thank you for joining me this week on the Regional Roundup. Make sure to follow on Instagram and Twitter while I will post as many weekly highlights as I can before getting banned for copyright. Till next week, stay happy, stay healthy, and viva combat sports.